The NFL PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by PicksWise. PicksWise is the number one app for free sports betting picks, props, and parlays. Download the free PicksWise app now to make your next bet better. We're also brought to you by OddsCrowd. Are you the best football better in the U.S.? OddsCrowd challenges you to prove it with their free with their free to play fantasy betting contest. Every week there is a free $350 NFL contest and a free $250 contest. Just head just head to oddscrowd.com to sign up. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. And welcome everyone to a Wednesday night edition of the NFL PropCast, episode number nine, currently 8.05 on the West Coast, where I am joined by the Brody, the prop god, my partner in crime for these prop betting picks, Dan Titus. Dan, how you doing this evening, my man? What's good, brother? I I'm feel like I'm losing my my name for the prop god over these picks but they weren't all bad no. but uh yeah i gotta write this ship here so fortunately had ryan Tannehill come through for me in the late game to save me from an awful day but uh we'll get into that in a, in a bit but uh how you doing man what's good with you i'm doing well man i mean it's it's football season man i can't complain i know we're grinding out both uh nfl and uh nba content on both, uh, I know I've seen you guys doing Action Network stuff over there with basketball content, and then all over on sportsgamblingpodcast.com, we're grinding out 30 teams in 30 days. I got the NFL trends and stats reports up. I think that's starting to become popular for, for some oh, of the yeah. guys in the Slack channel and then on the website. So we're just grinding away, man. I mean, these hours of days, the hours and the days are seeming like it's not enough, especially during this time of the year. Definitely not. Definitely not. And these Thursday games, man, we're hoping that you know, this one's going to be as exciting as the last two were um, definitely yeah. not as good of teams, but maybe <laughs> we'll get surprised here. Yeah. I'm not sure about that one, man. I know last, last week we were talking about it's going to be a snooze, but it turned out to be a good one, but uh, yeah, yeah. this week, I'm not so sure, man. I mean, I know we got my Texans, but they're battling a plethora of injuries, but we'll get into that in a second. So plan yep. for today's show. We're going to keep it simple. Uh, we'll recap our picks from last week. Talk about any standout performances we saw over the weekend from Sunday and or Monday. And uh, we'll also give you our two to three favorite best bet player props for the game tomorrow night between the Carolina Panthers and my Houston Texans. Uh, so before we get into all that, let's take a quick break and then we will come back and recap our picks from uh, last Sunday. Ready to win money and boost your odds? 
WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download Bet Win. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. All right, coming off the break, Dan, we had, what, a 5-5 five and five week last week? Not a great week, but not a bad week either. I mean, it's only week two. We're, we're so grinding away. We're trying to do our best here, but um, I'm, I'm very, very confident we're going to turn it around. So let's just quickly recap what we saw and, and how we did on our bets from last week. Uh, I'll let you kick it off, man. Uh, talk me through your picks and then uh, kind of what went right and what went wrong for you. What went wrong? Oh, what went wrong? <laughs> what went wrong is that I put faith in Melvin Gordon in 2021. Never again. I will fade it. Um, I thought that after a really good uh, opening week against the the Giants, that he would take that momentum into a plus matchup. Yeah. Um, you know, against the uh, who did the Broncos play? Man, I'm already losing. The Jaguars, I believe. That thought, yeah, it's the Jags. I was, I was going to say the Jets, but they're playing the Jets this week. Yeah, yeah. it is the Jaguars. So. I figured that that would be a nice matchup. You know, him and Javante Williams are still splitting carries, but, you know, I thought that maybe he'd break one out, but didn't yep. really come to fruition. So that one was an L. Um, also, Robert Woods, he barely eclipsed 62 and a half. He got 64. So I'm not, I'm still not mad at that handicap because I still think that he's not as prominent of a, of an asset in their, in their offense right now. And mm-hmm. I think that that's going to continue to, to happen. Um, now, whether he goes for 64, 63, you know, I think he's still going to probably be in that, in that range, but I, I don't see this is, this is being Cooper cups show, you know, that man yeah. is being peppered with targets every game yeah. loves Matthew Stafford. Um, and it's, it's, uh, it's certainly showing through their, through his performance. So yeah, I'm still going to probably continue to fade Robert Woods until I see something better, but, or at least more involvement in the offense. But yeah, that one I barely lost. So, you know, tough L, but an L nonetheless. Kareem Hunt over 15 and a half receiving yards. This one, I, you know, the game was competitive enough. You know, the, the, the Texans covered. So I figured, you know, probably this would have been a game script where we would have seen Chubb exit the game, especially when Jarvis Landry went down. I thought that that would have been another prime opportunity for him to yeah. step up and catch some more balls. But he really wasn't active in the pass game. He did split some carries, but... Ultimately, it really wasn't a passing day for for Baker Mayfield, which brings me to my first victory of the of the slate, which was Baker under thirty two and a half passing attempts. Which I think we both we called that one. You fade you were fading the the pass game for yeah. uh, Cleveland, as, as was I, as you were leaning into Chubb, and I was more so leaning into Kareem and and Baker. But um, was happy to see that one cash. Yeah. And then finally, uh, Ryan Tannehill had to make it interesting for me. Didn't do anything until the second half, much like those Tennessee Titans, but they woke up yeah. and uh, he was able to scramble for uh, for like a 20-yard scamper uh, towards late in the game there to, to hit the over on 14 and a half rushing yards. So 
I was cool with that. Oh, and I forgot my last one here. Uh, Devin Singletary. Bet. He did hit it for me. Eight and a half uh, going over eight and a half carries. So it was a three and three day. Not the best, but, you know, came out even. But, you know, I, I certainly want to improve uh, going into this week. Yeah, 100%. I know we were talking offline on Sunday. We're kind of, you know, keeping track of our prop bets. It's, I think one thing we talked about was, you know, if we have some of these running back by committees that we may want to kind of maybe look at the under. But I think that when we talked yeah. about Melvin Gordon, he, he had the carries. I think he had 12 or 13 in the game. So it's not like he wasn't getting the carries. It's just that he wasn't able to produce the yards. But, you know, Jaguars yeah. defense has been bad. That, that one was um, – that one fell a little short, but I think your best bet with the Devin Singletary over eight and a half rushes. I think that cash went by midway through the second quarter. I know. We yeah. He had a great game it. and that was even despite Zach Moss coming back and scoring, yeah. you know, vulturing two touchdowns from him. but that was really in crunch time when they were, I mean, they, they, they mopped the floor of them 35, nothing. So yeah. I think if this game was competitive, you would have seen way more Singletary. Um, yeah. So he's been a surprise of the early season, man. I mm-hmm. think I'm going to continue to, to pay attention to what he's doing. We haven't seen a lot out of Josh Allen yet. So yeah. Who is to say that, you know, he's not going to continue to get fed? 100%. Yeah, and I think that for the Bills to kind of maybe have some more success or more consistency, they probably need to get something out of that running game and get to take some pressure off of uh, Josh right. Allen, like you said. Um, yeah, as far as my picks, I did, did end up going three and two. Uh, best bet did not hit, but um, nonetheless, still a profitable day. Um I'll quickly just go through mine here. I had Nick Chubb over 86 and a half rushing yards. I think something that was correlated with what Dan had as Baker Mayfield's under passing attempts. Uh, you know, I thought that that Nick Chubb had a great week one against the Chiefs, and I think that was going to continue. I think I got a little lucky because I messaged you, Dan, and I said, man, I'm, I feel like I'm going to fall short on this Chubb. But then I think on the next handoff, he scampered into the end zone for like 26 yep. yards and <laughs> put it over the total for me. Um Jonathan Taylor fell a little short. I had over 16 and a half rushing yards. Um, he had the carries again also. I think he only ended up with 48, but um, I think you got to give credit to the uh, Rams uh, rush defense. They played a lot better this week than they did last week uh, against the Bears and Devin Montgomery. Um, this one I was really surprised about. Dak Prescott, over 39 and a half pass attempts. You know, I think there was like one combined or two combined punts in this game and for the score to end up at 20 to 17 and, you know, Dak Prescott, what he did over the first two weeks against the Bucks and the, um, and who do they play week two? Uh, Last week was week two. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I thought that, you know, he, he would go over this number and I thought that, you know, Kellen Moore would do a, it seemed like they were going to pass heavy with, uh, with CD Lamb, Amari Cooper, and I think Amari Cooper, you mentioned, did get hurt in that game. Um, but, you know, that one fell short. And then my last two, I had Debo Samuel over five and a half uh, receptions. I think that this is something similar to uh, Cooper Cup. I mean, it's not as much as the production that Cooper Cup is getting from the Rams, but Debo Samuel is a guy that you can, again, use in so many different ways, whether it's off a jet sweep, uh, you know, touch pass, a wide receiver screen in the slot, uh, screen passes, all that kind of good stuff for Debo Samuel. So I think that one cashed easy, easy, easily. And I think uh, my last one was CMC over uh, 116 and a half rushing and receiving yards. I mean, cash that. Yeah, this guy is just a stat machine, man. It, it is crazy to see what this guy is doing um, for the for for the Panthers early on in the season here. Mind you, they haven't play the greatest of defenses. I think that, I mean, Saints last week, we talked about we're batting a lot of injuries on the defensive side of the ball. 
I think the Panthers were able to uh, capitalize that against them. So uh, CMC cash for me over 116 and a half, and I ended up going three and two for the week. So we both combined, you know, finished, I guess you can say up maybe one unit, but um, with some juice in there, whatever the case might be. But a winning week, we'll take that any day, uh, any day of the week. Uh, let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and recap any standout player performances that we saw from uh, NFL Week 2 on Sunday and or Monday. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Go check out the new PropSwap.com, which is packed with fresh features like filtering tickets based on value to find the best odds available. Browse the activity fee to stay in the know. A loyalty rewards program that turns sales into extra cash and much more. Use your promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will match it up to $500. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. With PropSwap, your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money. It just needs to improve. When making your bets, always make sure to go for two. Make two tickets on the same team or player so you can sell one for a profit and keep yourself some skin in the game. Thousands of buyers across America and the country are shopping for tickets on PropSwap every day. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. We're also brought to you by Keeps. Keeps offers a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. Convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months. You don't have to leave your home. Low-cost treatments start at $10 per month and Keeps offers generic versions, discreet packaging, and proven results. Keeps has five-star reviews more than any of its competitors. Prevention is the key. Treatments can take up to four to six months to see results, so act fast. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash SGP to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps.com slash SGP to get your first month free. Keeps.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by PixWise. PixWise is the number one app for sports betting picks helmed by a team of trend-watching, data-devouring, sports fanatics giving you the who, how, and why behind every prediction. For every game, every day, and every sport loaded with best bets, props, and parlays, you can find in-depth analysis on every game all for free. Found your pick? Search the latest sportsbook promotions to sign up for an account. Compare the odds and finally place your bet. Download the free PixWise app now and to make your next bet better. PixWise backs responsible gambling. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, Dan, coming off of the break here, um, any players that, that, you know, we, we the player props that we had, aside from those players, any other guys that you kind of want to keep your eye on or any standout performances that you want to, you know, throw out to our listeners or worth mentioning to keep an eye on for their uh, player props. I, I think that one guy that you did mention was Cooper cup. Um, but you know, any other guys that kind of stand out to you? Yeah, I guess I would just give a shout out to Kramer for his 35 to one. Oh yes. <laughs> Aaron Jones, three touchdowns. You know, he would have bet that up to four and he yeah. still would have cashed. So 
you know, I think that the Aaron Jones, I, I had not known that his father passed away recently and yeah. I'm sure he was playing with a heavy heart. He talked about after this, after the game, his chain fell off that has dad's ashes in it. Had yeah. I known that, no, I would have played that. <laughs> I would have played his touchdowns too. 100%. Um, but uh, respect to him. That was a really good game. And, and Aaron Rodgers, I think going forward, he made a kind of a sly remark. I don't know if that was to Matt LaFleur or to the front office or whatever, but he said like, you know, today we got our, our playmakers, the ball. And so to me, it's like, yo, he, this man loves Aaron Jones. He's going to continue to get him the rock um, and have him be one of the biggest playmakers on that green Bay team. And yeah. going into San Francisco, they're definitely going to need him. So I'm um, excited to look out for him this week. I'm going to look to see what his, his prop lines are looking like, but um, also, uh, Derek Henry. I mean, he just had a monster yeah. game and I, I had a feeling he was going to go over that 90 rushing total that he had uh, as his player prop. And he went right through that plus three touchdowns. So uh, I think he's finally gotten going after a couple, you know, the first week he was a little bit slow. The, the whole Titans offense was definitely um, a bit slow and, and, and not, on, not in sync, but it looks like they could be right in their ship. And what better way to do that against uh, a hapless Indianapolis Colts team that, has Carson Wentz playing on two bad ankles, which I didn't even think was possible to have a high <laughs> ankle in one and a lower ankle sprain in another. That dude's just a freaking disaster. And I will talk about it every week just because this guy is just a sad, just a sad, <laughs> sad case for a quarterback. And, uh, but yeah, those are, those are probably the biggest standouts for me going yeah. forward. Uh, as I alluded to, and you just talked about real quick was Cooper cup and yeah. how he's just getting monster target share right now. And it's not even close. Um, so I'm curious to see how he plays. Uh, I mean, he's going to be playing against Tampa Bay this week. Yeah. Definitely going to be a tougher defense, but mm -hmm. you know, we, we saw what, what Dallas did against Tampa Bay's defense. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see him, you know, get some kind of work like a, a Chris Godwin uh, in week one, where he was very successful. Yeah, hundred percent. I think the the guys that you mentioned definitely bounce back week for a lot of them. Like Derrick Henry, I think you know you had Julio Jones last week. I think he bounced back in a big way this uh, this past week against the Seattle Seahawks. Six receptions, one hundred twenty eight yards for Julio Jones. Uh, for me, I think there's a couple guys here that I kind of want to mention. I think staying with that Seattle team, uh, Tyler Lockett, man, another huge week for him. Eight receptions, one hundred seventy eight yards, one touchdown. I think that this guy's speed and the way they're finding ways to utilize him in the new offense with the new offensive coordinator that the Seattle Seahawks brought in, in the off season, uh, he's really starting to shine here. And I think that's something that I'll have to definitely keep an eye on as far as yardage and uh, reception for him. He did score another touchdown for the Seattle Seahawks. Um, and then Cortland, uh, Cortland Sutton for the uh, Denver Broncos, I think stepped up in a big way. Now that Jerry Judy has been sidelined for the Denver Broncos, he finished with nine receptions, 159 yards. Um, so I think that him and Teddy Bridgewater have really kind of developed that um, that chemistry between quarterback and wide receiver. Uh, and I think uh, we'd be kind of remiss not to mention the start that Derek Carr has to this season. Um, last week against the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are supposed to be a good defense, but you know he went off for 28 of 37, 382 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, I think he's all the way up to 800-plus uh, passing yards in the first two games between – the week one thriller in the Monday night football game against the Ravens. And then uh, last week against the Pittsburgh Steelers, who many thought this would be a bad spot for the Raiders, but they came out and played really, really well to get that victory to push them to two and zero. Um, but yeah, I think those are the couple, a couple of players that I did want to mention. And then the one more uh, Lamar Jackson, man, I think we kind of need to maybe keep on pounding his uh, rushing yards props for, um, 
for the Baltimore Ravens, another 107 yards against KC in the, I believe it was a Sunday night game. Uh, he had a great Monday night, or sorry, the uh, previous yeah, Monday night against the Raiders. So this week they go up against the De- uh, Detroit Lions. So I think that's something definitely I'll have to keep an eye on. I think one more player that I did want to quickly mention is TJ Hawkinson. Man, I think this guy's becoming the darling for me. Back to back weeks, I've, I've pounded his player props, and I feel like. Like Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford, Jared Goff and uh, TJ Hawkinson are kind of have that same chemistry that, you know, Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford kind of have. So um, definitely keep an eye out for TJ Hawkinson and uh, and his player props kind of going forward as they play the Baltimore Ravens this week. Uh, Dan, any other players or anything else you want to mention from week two uh, before we move on to our Thursday night player props? No, I, I love that you mentioned TJ Hawkinson. That dude's been a monster. And yeah, uh, yeah I think that there's those, the, the Lockett-Russell Wilson um, connection is definitely real. So um, curious to see when DK Metcalf erupts, but I'm sure that's only a matter of time. Yeah. But you really can't scheme for that deep ball that, that Russ and Lockett have, man. It's been working for years and really getting exploited in the year of letting Russ cook. So like, yeah. love to see it. 100%. So that'll wrap up week two for us, a, a slightly winning week, but hopefully we can get up a couple of units uh, this week. Let's take one more quick break, and we're going to dive right into the Thursday night player props between the Carolina Panthers and the Houston Texans. We're brought to you by Price Picks. Turn your picks into real cash with Price Picks, my favorite daily fantasy app. It's fast and it's easy. And it all starts with Price Picks. Simply pick two to five players and decide if they will go over or under their stat projection. The more players you pick, the more you can win, up to 10 times your money. Price Picks is the only way I play. Make sure to check out the Thursday Night Football stat projections and use promo code SGP to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. That's Prize Picks promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Mint Mobile. After, fine, after years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by big wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always some type of catch. So when I first heard that Mint Mobile offers premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month, I thought, what's the catch? But after spe- speaking with them and using their service, it all made sense. There really isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. By cutting out retail stores, there's no crazy overhead costs that get passed down to you in the form of some mystery fees. Instead, Mint just passes on sweet savings direct to you. For people looking for extra savings, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless service for just 15 bucks a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone number with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. And if you're not 100% satisfied, Mint Mobile has you covered with their 7-day money-back guarantee. Switch to Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, get the plan shipped to your door for free. Go to mintmobile.com slash sportsgp. That's mintmobile.com slash sportsgp. Cut your wireless bill to just 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash sportsgp. We're also brought to you by Odds Crowd. Are you the best football pe- 
better in the US. The folks at Odds Crowd are challenging you to prove it this football season with their epic free play fantasy betting contest. Each week of the season, there's a $350 NFL contest and a $250 contest. The boys here at SGPN are all taking part, so you can try to claim bragging rights over us too. Here's how it works. Once you enter a contest, you track your bets against real odds and lines, much like you would with any pick, track act, pick tracking app. The most profitable players rise up the leaderboard. If you have the highest profit at the end of the contest, you win. And Oddscrowd isn't just fantasy betting content; it's a social app for so social app for sports betters. Free to download. You can also live group chat with other betters. You can track your bets, set up private fantasy contests with your buddies, and much more. So download the app for free, or go to oddscrowd.com today. And don't forget to download the SGPN app. The SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you access to all of our picks and all of our podcasts, just like this one. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, Dan, coming off of the break, Thursday Night Football. Last week we talked about it might have been a snoozer, but it turned out to be one of the better games, I guess, of the season or or the primetime games, we can say, for the season. Um this week, I'm not as excited as about this week because, number one, uh, the Houston Texans are batting a lot of injuries in this game. So kind of get some game information. So the Carolina Panthers are going into NRG in Houston. Currently, I'm seeing a line of minus eight uh, for this game. Total set at 43 with slight juice to the under. Um any thoughts on a side or a total here, Dan? I mean, I know we didn't say so we're not going to handicap, but if you have any thoughts that you want to throw out there before we get into the player props. Yeah, I was going to take the over seven and a half first quarter points. Okay. I think between the Panthers coming out hot, I think that they could easily score 10 points in their first quarter. But just in case, if the Houston Texans decide to, you know, maybe this is Davis Mills coming out party and they actually decide to be, uh, aggressive, yeah. you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they can put up at least three points and then that would only leave seven for, mm-hmm. uh, for the, for the, the Panthers here. And yeah. even if the Panthers kick, you know, a couple field goals, we're still looking at six, three out in the first quarter. And I think both of these teams can manage to score a couple times. So, um, that's what I would take the, the seven and a half first quarter over. Yeah. I don't hate that, man. Um, I, I will say this, the Texans are going to be missing two of their best defenders. Um, I think just, Justin Reed is going to be out. And then I think uh, Gruger, H- Gruger Hill is also going to be out, one of their linebackers. So uh, definitely something that we want to probably keep in mind for our player prop matchups also. Um, I don't have any faith in this Texans team. I think that Davis Mills is not a great quarterback. He hasn't gotten very many reps either. Uh, with no, maybe the ones. Uh, and he didn't. He looked, I think, well below par when he came in against the uh, Browns last week. So uh, I don't see any player props posted for Davis Mills. But we do have uh, for the uh, Texans, you know, skill positions and obviously for the Panthers players. Um, Let's just dive right into the player props, Dan. Um, I'll kick it to you, man. I have three listed for myself here, but I'll I'll kick it to you. Uh, What's your first player prop for this game tomorrow night? First one I like is Terrace Marshall over two and a half receptions. Um, He's done that in each of the first two contests. He's third in targets behind DJ Moore and CMC. You know, at some point, 
CMC is commanding like 33% of the target share and that's mm-hmm. very high. And at, at some point it's, he's going to have to get the ball that being Sam Darnold to other folks. And you know that DJ Moore is the, is the one that's probably the best recipient of, of a lot of his passes early on. But I think we'll start to see, you know, maybe they take a couple shots downfield with Robbie Anderson, but ultimately I think Terrace Marshall has been the one guy that has yet to really go off. And, and I think that this is going to be a good spot for him to get a, a few more reps because this is a short week. Uh, I don't expect the normal workload for CMC, especially through two games. This guy is a true workhorse back um, with the amount of touches that he's getting. I think that this is a great spot to, you know, potentially get some other looks from for some other players and, and try a couple of different things. So I think Terrace Marshall is going to be the beneficiary there. I think he can get three receptions yet again. Definitely a buy low situation, right? And I think you had mentioned this last week with with Marshall is that kind of waiting for him to kind of, you know, have a more enhanced role in this offense. And yeah. on a short week, the amount of times that they used Christian McCaffrey last week, um, you know, at least in the passing game, that that probably can come to fruition. So um, I think a lot of the short passing, and I think that they're really trying to protect Sam Darnold and, and put a game plan together for he's making smart decisions and not like the decisions right. that he was making when he was with the uh, with the Jets. So it kind of, kind of correlates to mine. Uh, I'm going Christian McCaffrey. Over 18 and a half rush attempts. Um, I think through the first two weeks of the season, Christian McCaffrey's had 20 or more rushing attempts in both of the games. Uh, And I think Panthers have kind of made it a priority to establish the run and get McCaffrey going and then kind of build the uh, passing game off of that. Um, Texans opponents in the first two weeks are averaging about 25 rush attempts per game. I think that that's going to believe that the Panthers are going to try to put Sam Darnold in position where he can make the right throws, right? Building off of maybe the play action with McCaffrey or things like that. But when you have one of the best players in their backfield, um, I think that's the best way to kind of utilize him. And I think these these rush attempts have, have have really skyrocketed here in the first two games for Christian McCaffrey. I'd see no reason why when you're missing your one of your best linebackers for the Texans and then the success that even Nick Chubb had, I think that's something that the uh, Panthers will use Christian McCaffrey really I guess a lot of times in the uh, in the rushing attack. So Christian McCaffrey over 18 and a half rush attempts for me as my player prop number one. I like it. All right. Give me number two. What do you got? Number two, I'm going with Mr. Davis Mills under 19 and a half completions. So he spelled Ty- Tyrod Taylor uh, late in the second half, mm-hmm. had eight completions, went eight for 18, but it's more of not of my lack of trust in Davis Mills. It's more of just how good the Panthers defense has been. Yeah. They're only letting up 15 and a half completions per game through the first two games of the season. They're solid pass rush and secondary certainly going to make it difficult for the receivers. And now, you know, the Texans are going to miss Nico Collins. He's going to be out. He just got shipped to IR. So now it's literally Brandon cooks and no one else and a bunch of old heads. So, you know, Chris Conley and Danny Amendola, you know, yeah. these, these names aren't that attractive. So yeah. uh, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be pretty tough for Davis Mills to get the ball down the field for those receivers to get out of their breaks. Panthers are first in DVOA. Um, yeah, it's only a two-game sample size, but I think the defense is pretty damn good. They showed you that when they shut down the Saints. So uh, even though they're going to Houston on the road in a short week, I think that this is going to be a, a tough a tough outing for Davis Mills in his first game. I was tinkering between this and his player prop, uh, excuse me, his his passing yards prop. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think completions is going to be really important in terms of moving the ball downfield. And 
think it's going to be tough for him. So I'm going to take the under there, 19 and a half. I like it. And I think that's kind of correlated to mind that you're saying that he's not going to really have those long, um, uh, long passes down the field and then maybe the passing yards aren't going to be there. So he might be utilizing the running backs more, maybe in the short passing game, like screen passes and things like that. So right. with that being said, I'm going with David Johnson over 16 and a half receiving yards. Uh, I think that David Johnson is the pass catching back for this team. Um, with Mark Ingram getting more of the care, the running load, and then, you know, utilizing Philip Lindsay in kind of a, that hybrid role. So, um, you know, we mentioned that Davis Mills is going to be starting this game in place of the injured uh, Tyra Taylor. And I don't think the Texans are going to want to put Tyra, uh, sorry, uh, Davis Mills in bad situations by throwing the ball down the field, like you mentioned. Dan. And I think that they can utilize the pass catching backs, right? Maybe stinks and dunks. And I think that's where David Johnson really comes in and, the first two weeks, David Johnson has kind of been that featured back in the passing game, like I mentioned. Um, and in the first two weeks, he's had a combined six targets and 40 receiving yards. And he's gone over 17 uh, receiving yards in both of the games. I think he had 18 and one where he barely got over. The other game, uh, he had 22 receiving yards, I think, on three targets each. So um, I like this even more now with Davis Mills starting because, like I mentioned, Dinkin and Duncan might be the answer right now for uh, the Texans offense and not really pushing the ball down the field when you have Davis Mills as your starting quarterback. So I took David Johnson over 16 and a, 16 and a half receiving yards as player prop number two for myself. Like that. Uh, and what else you got? Number three for you, Yeah, Dan? so to close it out, I got uh, Philip Lindsay under 21 and a half rushing yards. You know, his best game so far out of the two, eight rushes for 25 yards against Jacksonville. But he really fell to earth against Cleveland. And to be honest, Mark Ingram's getting a bulk of the carries here. And yeah. it's a true running back by committee. And unfortunately, Philip Lindsay hasn't looked that great thus far. He only averaged three yards per carry against the Jacksonville Jaguars, who is not a good team. Yeah. And then he came followed that up with uh, less than a yard per carry against Cleveland. So he's sitting at 2.1 yards per carry so far heading into week three. And I just don't have a ton of confidence in the, the Houston Texans being able to run the ball effectively against this good rush defense. Yeah. Um, that's only allowing uh, seven, the second lowest rushing attempts against them per game mm -hmm. uh, to opponents behind Dallas. And they're only letting up 17 rushing attempts. So if they're letting up 17 rushing attempts, 13, 12 to 13 of those are probably going to go to Marvin Ingram, uh, Marvin Ingram, um, Mark Ingram. Yeah. And uh, then you'll get a, a speckle of that with uh, Philip Lindsay, as well as David Johnson. So, I like where you're headed with that. I think this is going to be more of a, you know, dump off, uh, dump down type of passing, short dink and dunks to the running backs. And, yeah. you know, Philip Lindsay doesn't play on passing down. So, right. you know, I, I don't think he's going to have too good of a game here. So I'm going to take the under on him, 21 and a half rush yards. Yeah, and I think this is a great point that when we talked about offline that – Running back by committee, kind of want to look at the under. So I think you're spot on with Philip Lindsay here, uh, especially. I think I saw that this rush defense is only given up like 2.4 yards per carry. So, especially Philip Lindsay being such a small guy, um, I think that he's going to have trouble, um, you know, getting yardage against the stout uh, Panthers defense. Uh, for my last one to kind of close it out here, I'm going to go with Sam Darnold under six and a half rushing yards and. I mentioned that, you know, Christian McCaffrey being the best player uh, in, in the league, or not the best, but one of the best players in the league as far as, you know, piling up the stats. So they're going to feature Christian McCaffrey in this offense, along with DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, those guys. And, and 
you also mentioned, you know, Terrence Marshall. They also have the uh, uh, Chuba Hubbard as their as their backup running back. So I don't think that Sam Darnold is going to be scrambling for much here. You know, they're going to try to keep him in a pocket and be a pocket passer. Don't want him to get outside that pocket and and maybe make mistakes by throwing the ball down the field or maybe fumbling in a case where he does take off. But Sam Darnold has six total rush attempts. And I put quotes on this because it could be kneel downs and I didn't really look into it, but it's been for a total of six yards through two games. So they're not really running the ball with Sam Darnold, right? You don't need to when you have Christian McCaffrey and, and Hubbard in the backfield. So, and the Texans are allowing only four and a half rushing yards to quarterbacks in the first two games, not big sample size, but I think they've faced two quarterbacks that can scramble Trevor Lawrence. We talked about him when we were previewing these divisions that, Trevor, uh, sorry, uh, Urban Meyer may want to run Trevor Lawrence, and he really hasn't done that. And same thing with Baker Miffy. He's a guy that can scramble if he wants, but, um, you know, both of these quarterbacks are more of a running threat than is Sam Darnold. So uh, I don't see Sam Darnold, you know, rushing for much here. So I know it's a very small number here, but uh, I'm going to take the under six and a half rushing yards for Sam Darnold to close out my third player prop for tomorrow night. Yeah, I like that. I haven't seen anyone, even Adam Gase, scheme up a running play for Sam Darnold. So, yeah. <laughs> and the other side of that is, you know, Houston's pass rush is not something that I've heard <laughs> right. heard a lot about. And yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think that you're you're good there. I mean, I, but then the pass blocking that they have, there should be no reason for Sam Darnold to take a, you know. A, a seven and a half yard scamper here to uh, save his life. I think he's got a lot of options. He's going to get the ball out quickly to his receivers. If he needs to worst case, hand the ball off to the, to the man that is CMC. So yeah, I don't see much opportunity for him to really scramble around the field. Yep. hundred percent, man. So that wraps it up pretty much for Thursday night football. We said that we will keep it short we keep it simple Dan, any final thoughts for the game tomorrow night? And then let the people know where they can find you and anything that you're working on uh, for the people to check out. Yeah, hit me up at Dan Titus on Twitter. You'll find me doing this again probably tomorrow. Uh, Sorry, not tomorrow. I'm forgetting what day of the week it is. It's grinding, man. Forget forget shit. (laughs) It's just another day. That's all we know. We we, we identify days by which day there's a football game. So tomorrow we know there's a football game, so we know it's Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll either record our our Sunday show tomorrow night or we'll get it on Friday. But yeah, either way, check out Munaf and I's show for Sunday, Sunday Slate. Um, also check out all of the fantasy football stuff that SGPN is doing. Download the app, get all the articles, our podcasts, um, our promos, all that good stuff. You can find the app. So super easy, uh, really intuitive. Just get the data there, get the information there. And also look at our rankings. Cause, uh, we got some ballers, man. Scott's been crushing it. Um, yeah. Adam, uh, Kramer as well. And I think I'm like fourth in, in rankings across um, a lot of experts in the industry. So check that out if you're interested. And then this, you know, continue to support the SGPN crew, you know, DGENs only. You guys yeah. are great. So appreciate everything, everything you guys are doing for us, getting this feed going, telling our, our props and uh, yeah, man, getting some money. So let's keep it, let's keep it going. hundred percent. Everything that Dan said, definitely check out all the stuff on sportsgamblingpodcast.com, the fantasy football team over there, the writers, the contributors, man, they're, they're grinding every single day. Definitely check out the uh, fantasy football podcast also over there. If you haven't subscribed to them, check them out. And of course, the SGP 
uh, main feed with Sean and Ryan. Um, definitely, it, there's no other podcasts or guys out there that are giving you 35 to win, 35 to one winners on a Monday night football game. So right. uh, <laughs> make sure to check out all the content, like uh, Dan said, on sportsgamblingpodcast.com. We will be back um, either tomorrow night or Fridays for the week three Sunday games of our player props. So definitely uh, look out for that. But other than that, let's break the books off tomorrow night for Thursday night football, build some momentum going into the weekend for college football and NFL week three Sunday till then let it ride.